Hello Buglers, this is episode 75 of Top Stories and we're getting this one out of the way when we can. It's Bugle Issue 222 when producer Chris and or Rupert Murdoch lost half an episode. Zimbabwe update now and Zimbabwe, Andy, as we have commented on in the Bugle over the last few years, has had one of the world's funniest currencies, (laughs) leading to some of the world's least funny consequences from that currency. Uh, things have seemed to settle down a little recently. The power-sharing government set up in 2009 finally ended years of spectacular hyperinflation by using the U.S. dollar. Uh, but their economy is still fragile. And I'm talking Ming vase in an earthquake fragile, Andy. <laughs> Except not a real Ming vase, because that would be worth too much. I'm talking an imitation, borderline worthless Ming vase <laughs> during an earthquake fragile. And this was proven when Zimbabwe's finance minister, Tendai Beatty, revealed that at one point earlier this week, Zimbabwe only had $217 left in its public account after paying civil servants. He quickly countered that, saying that the following day, $30 million of revenue had been paid in, and then accused journalists of stirring up trouble, saying, you journalists are mischievous and malicious. The point I was making was that the Zimbabwean government doesn't have the funds to finance the election, to finance the referendum. So, so he's saying, don't panic. Andy, but I'm afraid that chicken has long since sashayed out of the coop. <laughs> Especially as he followed up that revelation by revealing that they now essentially can't afford elections anymore. <laughs> oh, that should settle people down. Don't worry about only having $217. I was trying to make the much larger point that there's no way we have enough money for democracy anymore. Okay, <laughs> is everyone calm now? Good. Yeah, $217, that's about £138 in real money. That's... That's not a lot for a country like Zimbabwe. That is barely enough to buy 20 decent quality cudgels for Robert Mugabe's goons. <laughs> but democracy is, it's, I mean, it's annoyingly expensive, John. And, I mean, you see, I, mean, I reckon an, clearly an election does cost more than uh, $217. We get the same thing here uh, in this country. The government bangs on about wanting to save money by streamlining politics, saving just minuscule fractions off the national budget whilst allowing tax to be basically voluntary if you're a big enough company. So this is not just a Zimbabwean problem. And we can laugh at this, John. Zimbabwe only having $217 left in its account because we in the West have absolutely f***ing loads of money in our accounts. Admittedly, (coughs) all of it is pretend and most of it is negative money. But that is still loads (laughs) of money, John. Loads of money. It's loads. It's loads. The number's big. That's That's the only important thing. Uh, apparently, Zimbabwe needs nearly $200 million to pay for their election, as well as a referendum on a new constitution, which they are now going to attempt to source from donors. And, and what could possibly go wrong there, Andy? It's not like rich people donating money for a constitutional referendum would expect something in return for that. Say, I don't know, something in the constitution about how they're allowed to hunt people from helicopters every five <laughs> years. I'm sure they wouldn't be interested in something like that. Actually... I wonder how much it would cost as a donation, Andy, to have the Bugle constitutionally recognised as the official (laughs) podcast of Zimbabwe. Because that would be tempting. Well, Buglers, I mean, we're going to have to offer a pretty decent sum, so get your voluntary subscriptions flooding in, (laughs) and we will attempt to take over Zimbabwean politics. (laughs) See, Andy, there's the British side of us which cannot help but... Even though doing it half of a joke, there's still an imperialist intent behind that suggestion. (laughs) 
the, uh, the finance minister, Mr. Beatty, attempt to attempted to control this panic by putting things in perspective, saying, we're in a challenging position, we're a small economy, and we've got huge things to be done. But the Minister for Finance of Greece has an even worse story. Wow, <laughs> that is a classless move from that Zimbabwean. Just leave them alone, but I've got to say, when struggling African governments are making fun of you, Greece, your economy is f***. <laughs> There we go, that is now 75 top stories, including this one, the one that shouldn't have been already done. Why not tell your friends about this show, or indeed about The Bugle, if they want to know more about the world now rather than the world then. More top stories next week. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.